0: Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of spirituality and law of attraction thrown in there. I am your host, Tara Pratt, and this week's episode I'm getting straight into because I'm so excited. It's a true marrying of the two genres that this podcast covers. It's true ADHD, it's true law of attraction, and it speaks to why I get so excited about marrying these two because a lot of the times the negative sides of ADHD can respond to the positive actions that we take during our manifestation or spiritual practices. They go hand in hand. The negative sides of ADHD that are 100% there and that we would like to struggle less with respond to actions that we take that can also be used in manifestation. Anyway, I'm gonna explain this fully in today's episode. We're talking all about the inner critic. This is so strong in ADHD, particularly if you haven't been diagnosed. If If your ADHD has been untreated, if you didn't know you had it for a very long time, that leads to a lot of criticism from the outside world, whether that be from parents, from your peers and friends, just general society or authority figures like teachers. It lends itself to a lot of criticism. I don't need to tell you the stats on that. It's literally everywhere. Every meme says how much more criticism a child has gone through that has ADHD than their neurotypical peers. Couple that with our rejection sensitive dysphoria. If you don't know what that is, I have done episodes on that in the past. But basically, it just means we're very sensitive to rejection, and sometimes we perceive normal criticism as rejection of us as a whole, and we feel it a lot deeper. So we develop a very, very strong inner critic. And it's actually, there's nothing wrong with that. It's damaging to us as adults, but the reason we actually created this inner critic is to protect ourselves. So I'm just going to tell you what an inner critic is. It is that inner voice that judges, criticizes, and demeans you, whether it's objectively justified or not. So we've all done this. It's a natural human thing to do. Judge ourselves, Critique ourselves, or we didn't do that right, or we're always getting things wrong. Oh, I'm always late. Oh, I'm rubbish. I can't do this. We all get that imposter syndrome. We've all got that voice. It's not our own voice. And I think that's where we get mixed up sometimes is we think that's us. We think that these statements are true. But the truth is, they're programmed. We have been conditioned to think these things by either listening directly to criticisms and judging our own work by the standards of someone else and what they deem to be right and wrong, which newsflash, no one has the right to call their opinion truth. It's just an opinion. We either take it directly from them and it's their voice in our head, or we've created this voice that criticizes us all the time just from Rejection we've had in the past, things that have gone wrong in the past, generally from our childhood is where it stems. And obviously we have this rejection sensitive dysphoria, RSD, which makes it land a lot more deeply. The key here is it's whether it's objectively justified or not. So we can make things up, we can criticize ourselves for things that no one cares about. Objectively, it doesn't matter. And if one of our friends did that thing, we wouldn't think twice about judging them. We wouldn't be so nasty at all. We'd just be like, give yourself a break. It's not that big a deal. But when it's your inner voice, it's very hard to separate yourself. It's hard to take that step back and think, is this true or not? And we can go more deeply into that, like how to Look at your inner critic and ask yourself, is this true? Is what I'm saying? Is this judgment true? We can do that in another episode. I don't want to get too deeply into the negative side of it on this episode because I want to talk about how we can counteract. I like this idea of you can't remove darkness by concentrating on the darkness. You can't remove sadness nastiness, by concentrating on sadness and nastiness and going deep on it. Yes, that is a part of it. We need to do the shadow work, but really we just need to open the door and let more light in. We need to push out that darkness. We need to push out the bad stuff by filling up our cup with positive things, by letting the light in. So that's what I want to concentrate on today is positive self-talk, which also lends itself to affirmations for your manifestations. And you're gonna start seeing now why I think this subject goes hand in hand, ADHD and law of attraction. So this inner critic that has been given to us throughout our childhoods, that has helped us. It's been a coping strategy to stop us from being rejected, to make us second guess ourselves so that we can not make big mistakes. It has been helpful in some areas and we do need a touch of it. We don't want to be just toxic positivity and thinking everything we do is marvellous because that would be narcissistic. But We wanna counteract it with some positive in there. We wanna build up that positive self talk because self acceptance truly is the only way through these issues. It's funny how shaming yourself into doing the right thing just never works. Have you tried it? That's why we get into ADHD paralysis because we sit in shame. We're like, oh, I'm a terrible person. Why can't I just do things? Shame never helps, self acceptance does. It's like, okay, what is the situation? I've done this wrong. Is it actually wrong? Who knows? But can I do the right thing in this moment? Yes, I can. I'm not sitting here in shame, just having a go at myself for something that's already been done. So first things first, I'm going to look at the ADHD side of this. I'm going to talk about positive self-talk for ADHD. And after I've run through that, I'm actually gonna talk about affirmations for manifestation. And then you're gonna see the crossover between the two and how we can use them together to improve our lives in general. So positive self-talk for ADHD. The number one thing that this improves is your self-esteem. I've lost the study now, I did find the statistic on it, but ADHD brain, I've completely lost where I wrote it down. But there's well-known studies, if you Google, that talk about the poor self-esteem, particularly in women, that have adult ADHD, that haven't been diagnosed, because we've been told that we're lazy, that we're bad, that we're stupid, that we can't get ourselves together, we're not a proper woman, we're not a proper adult, we're not a proper mom, whatever, we've had all these messages, and we didn't know that actually we had a disability, it means our self-esteem has plummeted absolutely plummeted to the floor. There's a lot of expectations on women and ADHD makes it very hard to meet those standards. It gives you really low self-esteem which can lead to anxiety, social anxiety. So positive self-talk is going to improve this. It helps boost your self-esteem in people with ADHD particularly and it reduces those negative thoughts and the feelings of inadequacy which inevitably come it also enhances your focus. So encouraging statements can aid in improving your focus and intention by reinforcing those positive behaviors and attitudes. And all this is, is being present in the moment. If you do something good, for example, I woke up this morning, one of my goals for this year, it was like a six month goal, was to reach 2000 followers over on Instagram. And I woke up this morning to realize that I'd gone over it already. It's not even the end of January. Sorry, I'm just going to blow my own trumpet here for a moment, but it's not even the end of January and I've reached that goal. And I was like, oh wow, that's amazing. But suddenly 2000 felt way low. I'd hit the goal. I've actually reached that target and suddenly it just felt like, well, it was. it's not that big a deal anyway. Like loads of people have 2000 followers. It's not like you've done something to earn that. When in reality, if I think back to when I set that goal, it seems so pie in the sky. There's no way I would have ever believed I would reach that by January. It's not even the end of January yet. So it did seem like a big goal and I should look at it that way now, that I've achieved it. So I need to be present and I need to focus on the wins and then give myself that positive self-talk of, well done, that is amazing. I need to reflect. I need to focus more on what was my goal? How did I achieve it? How can I do it again? Yes, there's more room for growth, but let's stop and think about what is happening now and what I am doing well now, instead of thinking, oh, it's not even what Your goal wasn't big enough anyway. You need to get to work harder. And what about your followers on TikTok aren't oh, very high? That is what I'm saying. It enhances your focus onto the positive things that you are achieving. The next thing it helps with is stress reduction. We all need a bit of this, right? Positive self-talk techniques can mitigate your stress and anxiety, which are very real physiological things. By the way, I think we often forget that because we can't see it, We think of stress and anxiety similarly to the law of attraction as this woo woo, oh it's just a feeling, there's nothing physical going on, but there's real hormones, there's real chemicals released into your bloodstream by your body when you are stressed, when you have anxiety and these positive self-talk techniques are going to help with that and they help you manage your emotions better because we've all been in that scenario, right, where we've been so stressed and something has happened that is mildly annoying on a good day, but on a bad day, it just sets you off. It sends you over the edge and it's just too much. You can't manage your emotions. If we reduce that stress, it's just a little blip when something goes wrong. It also will give us increased resilience by adopting a positive in a monologue. Individuals can develop resilience to setbacks and challenges commonly faced due to ADHD. I have definitely benefited from this. I have been having therapy now for definitely over a year. It might be two years at this point. And that is one of the real benefits that has come, come out of it is the positive self-talk. She's reflected back to me where I haven't been accepting of myself, where I was criticizing myself. In fact, she says it very often. She's like, I can see that you're being quite perfectionist over that or you're quite harsh on yourself around this subject. And it's where I would never have said that to myself. I would have said, well, this is justified. I'm rubbish. But when she says it, I'm like, "Mm, I suppose I am being a bit hard on myself. And it develops that inner resilience. So when something goes wrong, when I do have a setback, when I do have a challenge, I'm much more resilient about it. I'm not like, oh, the world is over. Oh, I've failed. I'm more like, okay, I did that wrong. What can we do better next time? That is definitely one of the main benefits of positive self-talk. Next is motivation and goal setting. Basically self-talk can be instrumental in setting and pursuing your goals. I've just spoken about one before about reaching 2000 Instagram followers, maintaining motivation and fostering that growth mindset. Even when you come across difficulties is made a lot easier when you've got this positive self-talk. When you forgive yourself for the mistakes When you overlook some of the things you might not have done so well and you focus on them positive things, you focus on what you do do well, that really helps in fostering that growth mindset and achieving your goals. It also helps with cognitive reframing. So positive self-talk, you can reframe those negative thoughts into more constructive and optimistic ones. So especially when you've got ADHD, that means like turning statements from or I can't focus on anything, I'm rubbish, I'm just terrible at focusing, into something more like I'm learning to improve my focus. I am coming up with strategies to help improve my focus. And can you see how it's not toxic positivity? I'm not saying I am amazing at focusing when I can't. It's just reframing it from I can't, I'm rubbish, I'm failing, into I'm learning, I'm improving, I'm growing in this area, I am progressing. Also, it offers self-encouragement. Giving yourself those words of encouragement and support can be really helpful when you're going through something challenging, whether that's a situation or a task or something you're coming up against. Saying, I can do this and I've handled similar situations before. Really builds your confidence, especially when you haven't got anyone there to do it for you. I think sometimes we rely on other people Particularly with ADHD, we do look to other people to reflect back to us. Am I good? Am I doing well? Is this okay? Am I okay? And sometimes we've got to remember we can do that for ourselves. We can think objectively, take a step back from that inner critic and think, do you know what? I've handled this before. What are other situations where I have won at this? And we can give ourselves that support. We don't always have to rely on other people. It's lovely when other people can support us. But just because you don't have someone in your corner doesn't mean you can't support yourself. We can also affirm our strengths when we're giving ourselves positive self-talk. Again, this is focusing on what we do well. We want to focus on our strengths rather than weaknesses. There are definite weaknesses in everyone's personality, whether you're neurotypical or neurodivergent, but there are weaknesses that come with ADHD And there are strengths that come with ADHD. I've mentioned a lot of them in my previous podcasts. One of mine that I love is creativity. And I used to hate that I would put off something right up until the deadline. I hated that about myself. I always thought, oh God, I just want to do something in advance so I don't have to worry about it anymore. It was really stressful to do it last minute. But what I've realized, I've started to embrace the fact that I do things last minute and I've started to know that about myself. And actually, once I have and I've stopped wishing it were any other way, I really do see it as a strength now. For example, I talked about last week on last week's podcast that I'm teaching this weekly dance class at a dance school. It stresses me out that I can't pre-plan the lessons because it would be so much easier to just have it all done and dusted. But I know myself now. I know that I'm going to do it last minute. I need the dopamine boost of that deadline. So instead, I schedule it in. I schedule it in. I teach the class on a Wednesday. So I schedule Monday morning to look at it. And I schedule Tuesday morning to look at it. And guess what? It's Monday afternoon now. And I have choreographed the lesson. It's done. It was last minute. But last minute gave me the juice to actually get it done. And I love that I haven't had to waste my time weeks ago doing it. And now trying to remember it. I've done it quicker than a lot of people probably would have done because of my ADHD, because I am so stimulated by the dopamine. Next, we're gonna talk about goal-oriented language. Using language that centers on achieving your goals can really motivate you, especially when you've got ADHD. So I'm talking about um, phrases like, I'm taking steps towards my goals every day. And this is where you're gonna see that crossover with affirmations It's instilling a sense of purpose and direction, but it's also keeping you focus on what you are doing. And it's also a true statement because you are taking steps towards your goals every day. So it's a positive, true statement that you can get on board with. It's giving you focus and reminding you of which way you wanna go and it's giving you purpose. And then the last one for positive self-talk is mindfulness and patience. Incorporating mindfulness-based self-talk helps you in staying present and calm it reduces the impulsivity and the hyperactivity side of adhd so phrases like i am focusing on one task at a time aids in promoting mindfulness so this is just keeping us in the moment not many people talk about this and maybe i'll do a reel on it or a blog post because i feel like actually being present would help with a lot of ADHD symptoms, particularly from my personal point of view. Because of the medication shortage, I've had a lot of time without medication, and at the weekend on Saturday, I took a day of no phone, no devices either, because I was doing this gratitude practice that said, just go for one day, and I wanted to challenge myself. And the amount of chatter that goes on in my brain, constantly jumping from subject to subject, it leaps from side to side, I have to work out, I have to wade myself through these thoughts that just come whether I like it or not. I'm lucky they're not particularly negative thoughts. They're just like, oh, on Tuesday this happened and remember 10 years ago when that happened and oh look over there and now this and it's just constant, constant chatter and I'm trying to pick out the important bits. Where was I going with this? Oh yeah, (laughs) incorporating mindfulness. If I could be present in that moment and just look at exactly what is in front of me and focus on what that is, I probably wouldn't have ADHD. <laughs> I feel like that sums up ADHD all in one, is we cannot be present. Or not that we cannot, actually, I don't like to say that. We find it extremely hard to be present. But the thing is, it's like anything else, it's a muscle. And it's a muscle that we have to work a lot harder to build than our neurotypical peers to try and be present for us is a lot harder, but it doesn't mean we can't do it. We're not going to do it all the time because of the nature of ADHD, but any time that we can become present is helpful and it's building that muscle. And that's why I think things like affirmations, things like having designated times for self-talk just brings you back to that present moment just for that short time. And it helps. It definitely helps. And that is where I think affirmations and manifestation is going to help us. They absolutely concentrate on bringing you back to the present moment while also looking forward to what you want to improve. And don't forget that manifestation doesn't always have to be, I want a new car. I want a new job. I want £10,000. That's not what manifestation is all about. It is at its simplest form if you want to look at it in a shallow way, but you can manifest feelings. You can manifest just feeling better in yourself. You can manifest reduced symptoms. And the way we're going to do that is to get present with our affirmations, but also look at, okay, this is what is And this is what I want to do better. So let's move on to our affirmations for manifestation. Number one, we're going to clarify intentions. Affirmations can help you with manifestation practices and clarifying what you want. What is it that you want right now in this moment? You can make it for the next week, the next month, the next year. It's up to you. I recommend making it short term just because with ADHD, we like the instant gratification. We're clarifying, we're asking ourselves, okay, what do I actually want? What do I desire? And it creates a focused mindset towards those things that you want, which if we weren't doing affirmations, if we weren't taking this time to build on the positive self talk, maybe you wouldn't think about. We have to actively force ourselves to try and think about these things and clarify it because otherwise our Ferrari brains just take off without us. Number two is positive visualisation. So repeating your affirmations really help you to visualise yourself doing these things, which is great for stimulating dopamine. If we want to focus on goals and someone asks us to write down smart goals, I don't know about you, but I am bored. I am completely bored. But if I can see myself while I'm saying these things, if I can imagine myself in that role, then it stimulates the dopamine. It makes me more motivated towards my goals. It makes me more motivated towards my life, to be honest. Heightened confidence affirmations can boost your confidence and belief in yourself, which is vital in the manifestation process, but it's also vital in ADHD. Remember, we've got that low self-esteem where we've got RSD, so we're going to feel rejected a lot of the time. This is going to boost your confidence, particularly if you choose affirmations like the ones I mentioned before, like I am taking steps towards my goals every day. I am progressing every day. I am a hard worker. I am consistent when I can be, and I know when to take rest. Instead of saying something like, oh, I'm always tired and I always need rest. I can turn that into an affirmation that says, I know my own body and I know when I need to rest and recharge. And I love that I know that for myself and I can give that to myself. See how I've just flipped that completely. Next, we've got emotional alignment. So regular use of affirmations can actually align your emotions, your thoughts with your desired outcome and it enhances the manifestation process and it also helps your adhd because we're emotional beings i woke up in a terrible mood today i've got to tell you i hit those two thousand followers i was pleased for like one minute but then i realized that i hadn't dried theo's uniform for the morning and it was soaking wet and i just had a terrible morning and i was in a grumpy mood and i was like oh god everything's going wrong. All I did, after I dropped him off to school, I got it all sorted. I came back and I was like, right, my emotions are all over the place here. Let's get focused. I've made myself a little form where I ask myself questions of what is my intention this week? What is my focus this week? How do I want to feel? And just deciding how you want to feel can move you towards them emotions. So I was like, okay, I feel terrible. I want to feel motivated. It's a Monday. I want to get stuff done. How can I move myself from this feeling terrible to those feelings? And I just took myself off and I did a little eight minute EFT tapping thing to move my energy. And then I got going and I feel amazing now, actually. <laughs> so emotional alignment, using those affirmations, just having that focus, that time to be like, okay, this is how I want to feel. and repeating it out loud is definitely helpful with your emotions. Next is mindfulness and gratitude. So again, it's bringing us back to that present moment, but we're incorporating, we're instilling a sense of mindfulness, and but also gratitude. So that is being thankful for what we do have instead of concentrating on what we don't have, We're going to be thankful for what we do have and create a more positive and open mindset conducive to reducing our symptoms because a positive, open mindset is what you need to achieve anything. There's no use going into the day grumpy with a closed mindset that everything's going to go wrong. Look at it this way. If you go into something thinking it's going to fail, are you going to give it your all? Are you going to try your best? If you know it's going to fail anyway, no matter what you do. You just wouldn't even bother trying, would you? But if you went in thinking, I know I can't fail. I know this is going to be brilliant. You will put your all into it because you're excited for it to be good. That is what we're doing when we're just flipping the switch. And gratitude, I'm doing a gratitude practice at the moment with Francesca Amber on her book club. And it's a 22-day practice. One of the things today is we're flipping our to-do list from a I have to to, I get to. So for example, I have to do a podcast today. I could say, oh God, I've got to do a podcast today. I don't know what to talk about. I don't know what's happening. Or I can stop. I can flip the mindset to, I get to do a podcast today. How exciting is that? That I get to do something I enjoy. I've got a microphone. I've got all the technology that supports me. How lucky am I? I can just sit at home and do this. Or I've got to do the school run today. I could be like, oh God, it's so cold. It's literally minus two. None of the uniform was ready. It was soaking wet. I just felt like so stressed and a failure this morning. Well, I can flip that straight away. There's a million things I can think of. I get to wake up my healthy child. I get to get him ready for a school that he loves. His uniform was wet. I get to put that in the dryer. I've got a really fast dryer that worked. I get to drive him to school in my nice warm car, I get to come back to my home that I live. Do you know what I mean? There's a million things I could be grateful for in that, that I'm totally dismissing when I'm like, oh God, I hate the school run. So it just refocuses us to focus on those things that we do have to be grateful for. Present tense statements work really well and they're the most effective when you're doing affirmations. If you state something in the present tense as if it's already a reality, for example, I am attracting abundance into my life rather than saying I want to attract abundance into my life. We say I am. That is what I am doing right now. Vivid imagery. So creating vivid mental images. While you're saying the affirmations, it goes into the visualization from before. It just adds depth to the affirmations and reinforces the belief in the manifestation. I didn't realize I was saying that twice, but it's always good. Repetition is key. The best way to make these affirmations or this positive self talk work well for you is a continuing practice. I'm purposefully not saying a consistent practice because. Obviously with ADHD, we struggle terribly with consistency. This is just a schedule it in whenever you can and stick to it whenever you can. The way I do this personally is a morning practice, which I have failed at miserably for years. I've always been desperate to try and get a morning practice, but I found one that works for me because it's very little effort and I get a lot of joy out of it. I've spoken about this before, but very quickly, I'll just tell you on here. I set my alarm for 6.45, at the moment it is, might have changed a bit from last time, 6.45, and then my phone already has my headphones plugged into it. I stick them in my ears and I put on my subliminals and I doze for another 15 minutes. Then at seven o'clock, I either wake up or Theo has woken me up and I open my eyes, I stay in bed, I keep those headphones in and I do an emotional freedom Tap in video on whatever I want that day. So it might be on self trust, it might be on self esteem. You Google it on YouTube, Brad Yates EFT, and whatever subject you want to tackle. And I just watch one of his videos and I do the tapping exercise in bed. I don't say it out loud because Pete's still asleep next to me, but I just go through that. And then I add in whatever I need to do for that day. So it would be at the moment, I listen to my book club podcast, I do my gratitudes, I do it all from bed. And because that is the time I'm going to do it every day, I haven't done it every single day, but I would say I've done it 99% of the time because it's so easy and I get so much joy out of it. I am going to get out of my warm bed into the cold. That is what I want you to do. I want you to try and schedule a time when this is going to be the easiest for you to do. For one, you need to schedule in the time to decide what your affirmations are. But also, if you're not going to do loads of affirmations every day. The positive self-talk, all you've got to do is catch yourself out. When you are being really critical of yourself, when you're feeling really bad, you want to stop yourself and you want to go, okay, let's not see this worse than it is. Let's see this objectively. Let's see it as it is. How bad is it on a scale of 1 to 10? Can we fix it? How easy is it to fix? Can I make something towards it right now? What have I done right in this situation? It's just asking yourself a different question. It's trying to reduce that inner critic and grow that growth mindset, that positive self-talk. So here are a few tips of how you can do it. One could be journaling, writing down your positive self-talk or affirmations in a journal will allow you to reflect and also track your progress if you decide. Here's an example. I could say to myself, every time I think, oh, Tara, you're so stupid. (laughs) Every time I think that in my mind, I'm going to stop myself and I'm going to think, oh, Tara, what's gone wrong there? It takes it off me. Being stupid too. oh, what's gone wrong there? Or what would I say to my friend? I'd go, oh, gutted, that's gone wrong. What do you think happened? Like, why? Why did that go wrong? Has something affected you? Because you're usually really good. Like, flip it to positive. Just journal on that. Like, how could you? make it good for you what do you need to be more kind to yourself about schedule it in a time to just sit down and journal this you can also do this digitally so you could do it you can record voice notes for yourself or even better because i think it's so hard to look back through voice notes and reflect even better would be to use the um, speech to text on your phone so if you go anywhere in your phone in your notes or whatever When you bring up your keyboard, there'll be a little microphone button. Press the microphone icon and then when you speak, it will write down the words that you're speaking. So if you're not into writing, you can do that. Then print it out and put it somewhere you can see it or get some post-it notes and write out the questions to ask yourself. Write out the positive affirmations you want to say and have them to hand. So if you wanna do like me that morning routine, or you can do it before bed as well, you can write it in your notes and you can have it as your screensaver, or you can have, if you don't want people to see your affirmations, you can just have a little post-it note by the side of your bed that says, check the list in phone like something nondescript that will remind you to go and check it because if it's in your phone, you might forget to even open it. You want to use some mindfulness techniques and combine them, such as deep breathing or meditation with affirmations, and that enhances the impact by calming your mind. It gets you in a calm state first and increasing receptiveness to positive statements. I like to, of a night, have a little 10 minutes reading, With the same candle burning every night and then i'm nice and calm and then i can read through my affirmations another thing if you want to try it out with this if you find it hard to speak well to yourself or be more accepting of yourself in the body doubling club in the membership we're doing stuff in real time and i am telling you throughout how well you're doing i'm telling you like i find this hard So that when you are doing it, you know that it's not just you that finds it hard. It's completely normal to find it hard. And then I'll be like, so I do it like this. And if you can do it too, then great. I give you like little positive boosters all the way through while we're doing it in the Body Doubling Club. So you can join that if you want. There's a link down below or maybe a good friend Or when you're doing a specific task, write down the positive things for yourself. Like at the end of it, be like, well done, you did the dishes today. You didn't think you would, you've done it. It was easier than you thought. Do you know, just write little notes to yourself. Give yourself that pat on the back. So for example, I've hit that 2000 followers today. I made sure to go and tell my husband about it. I made sure to make a mental note. I recorded myself moving the goal on my Trello account from the goals I'd like to achieve to the achieved. And then I sent it to myself in a little ADHD fest group that I've got. So I've acknowledged it. I've given myself that pat on the back. If you need me to do it, you can join the Body Dublin membership as I've mentioned. All the links are down below. Also, if you're looking to get diagnosed in the UK and you haven't done it yet, or you're looking at the right to choose route, I have got a free bundle for you. The link to that is down below. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Do let me know. If you've liked it, don't forget to review, rate, subscribe. It's so helpful to me and I love reading the reviews. It's amazing. Hello to all the new followers today that I've joined. I'm so glad to hit 2000. It really means a lot to me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Come and say hello to me over on Instagram at ADHDfest, TikTok, ADHD underscore fest, or Facebook on the Facebook group, ADHDfest, the group, and I'll see you all next week. Bye.